Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Two main things that have helped me get my life back on track have been wrestling and the church. And the driving force behind the training school is sharing my story, using my past to help others by bringing them into the school and helping them through those struggles and issues that I had as a kid. And not everyone who comes in is religious, and that's fine. But maybe, just maybe, one of those people who walks through the door hears something that could be the start of their journey. Gareth Angel as a character, what I want him to represent and what I hope he represents is hope. We've been trying for a little while now to realise this vision of wrestling church. So I'm thinking, you know what? What can we do as a bunch of wrestlers who go to church? How can we make it fun? The academy is growing, and what really excites me is that we've got this community of people who are coming together to support each other through life's issues and whatever it throws at us, and that's just awesome. In Bradford, there is a project that is bringing together faith, mental health, and wrestling all under one roof, all under a church roof, which makes it all the more intriguing. I'm here talking to the man behind it from GT Ministries. It's Gaz Angel Thompson. Gaz, how you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? I am really good, thank you. We've just heard a little bit on the podcast from the show that you did on for BBC about the project. And the one thing initially is in and half aesthetically pleasing wrestling in a church, isn't it? Oh, I mean, for so many reasons. Um, you know, in some churches, you get the big stained glass windows. In most of them, they've got a great sound system. They've got big screens. I've been in one that had the roof all lit up in multicolored, and they get the echoes from the ring. Like, it's it's next level. And they're built for it. Churches are built for performances, for, for things like this. And they're often big, wide open uh, spaces. So it just makes perfect sense to put a wrestling ring smack bang in the middle of a church and, and have a bit of a grapple. That is exactly what you've done. And we've got a big, a big show. There's one coming up tonight as we speak, as you're hearing this. Uh, and there's one coming up Monday that we're going to talk about. I want to talk a little about you, Gaz, first, about how all this came to be. I know that your story's been uh, not the easiest of ones. I know that you mm. found yourself homeless as a teenager uh, for a spell of time. Uh, how you, you said that wrestling and the church were two of those things that came together and helped you. How did they help? Help you so as a kid wrestling was my escape so whatever was going on at home um that was you know absent father alcoholic mother um i was beaten as a kid i was abused as a kid sexually by a cousin um i was bullied like for me 
all that stuff that was going on was obviously painful and hurtful and, and just wasn't great, but I could go away and I could, I could watch, you know, Rory's war, or I could get into Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10, or I could get lost in all these matches and these characters. And I would just find myself completely forgetting about everything else that was going on. And, and there was this connection with guys like the rock and guys like Steve Austin. I'm like, look, I just, wow, if I could be like them, if I could be strong, if I could be powerful, if I could be charismatic, all the stuff that I felt as a kid that I wasn't, um, you know, they, they were heroes to me. They were they were walking um, inspirations. And so that's where the wrestling love came from. And that followed me all through my life. I, you know, I used to love wrestling my mates at school. You know, we say don't try this at home, but we, we did, doing 3Ds on tables in the middle of the <laughs> middle of school classes in Keithley. Um, and, um, and, and just watching it together, talking about it, fantasy booking, doing all this stuff. It was, it was a completely different world that could help me just escape the reality of, of my own world. And then um, after, yes, after being homeless and then finding myself um, in with a community of people who were like friends and invited me to church, I then found myself then with, yes, they loved me and they thought I was awesome and they bigged me up and they loved the wrestling side of things. So I was getting that kind of, um, validation um, from this group of people who who genuinely cared for me, which I hadn't experienced in my life. You know, this was new to me. And then finding faith and finding something bigger and more powerful than myself in in, in God and in Jesus and in that relationship, then helped me heal, helped me kind of find who I was, helped me grow. Like the doors started opening. I started training just as. I started going to church. It's like the two things evolved alongside each other, my wrestling career and and, and my faith career, if you want to call it that. Um, and, and so those two things have always been side by side. And so they've always influenced each other and played into each other. And so it's a no brainer to me when we get at this point now, nearly, you know, 13, 14 years later, where these two things have converged again. And I'm now using wrestling as a medium to reach people with, with the gospel and with faith and helping them find heroes and inspiration, helping them find ways to deal with their past and to heal and to grow. Um, it's almost like I've, I've kind of become a, a, become a shepherd and a pastor, you know, to, to this group of people and not just them, like even to wrestlers, you know, it's like, I've got wrestlers messaging me at 2am and saying, guys, like, I want to talk about this. This has happened. And, and so, yeah, I just find myself, um, yeah, with this little gaggle of guys who, and girls, we were just on this faith journey and this wrestling journey together. And, and that's, that's what wrestling is, isn't it? It's community. You know, we come together to watch a show, escape the world for a few hours, get lost in these characters and these stories and, and follow it along. And then just, just, you know, be cool with each other, which is what I really sincerely hope that most of wrestling is, is people just being great and getting on. It's a, it, it emanates from Fountains Church uh, in Bradford, does does mm. your operation? When did the light bulb moment to come to, to go? When did the light bulb moment happen that made you go? I tell you what, I can actually marry these two. So um, I went to a Christian conference um, called New Wine, and I was there volunteering. So I used to work for a, a charity called Christians Against Poverty. So I would uh, visit people in their homes and help them out of debt and help people back into work and all that kind of stuff. And so I was there managing a cafe for them in an exhibition area and. 
I saw these guys called Tough Talk. And what they do is they essentially, they do powerlifting. So they had this guy and he's like lifting giant stacks of weight and doing bench presses. And there's a room full of men all cheering him on, all wishing they were that strong, I guess is probably why they're there. And in between this guy doing these sets of these ridiculous amounts of weight, we had these two old cockney geezers kind of going up, well, this is what I used to be like. And you know, he's kind of going on about how he used to be a gangster and how he used to get in fights all the time. And then he, he came to faith and, you know, he's now got this, got this personal faith with Jesus and they were sharing it. And I said to him at the end, I was like, this is really interesting what you've done because it felt like the hook was the powerlifting. But then within that, because they controlled the content, they could then share their own personal stories and share what, what they believed to be their truth and, and, and what their strength was, what their genuine strength was. And so I thought, well, hang on a second. <laughs> if, if we could put, a couple of wrestling matches on and then I could just share my story smack bang in the middle of it. And then a couple more wrestling, like we've controlled the content and we can, we can do that. Why can't we do that? So I was like, that's where the, the light bulb moment went off. Well, let's do that. And then we started trying it and trialing it with different churches in different areas. I had a lot of contacts through, through my charity work already. And all these churches were putting it on and they were like, we're getting hundreds of people through the door that we wouldn't normally see that we wouldn't normally come into contact with and they're packing the places out. And so the church is seeing it as a massive benefit for them in regards to reaching people. And it's not just, you know, they're wanting to convert people. It's like, they want them to know we can offer support. We have a food bank, we have a debt center, we have this, we have that, we have mental health support, whatever else going on. So the community knows that they're there. And then the community comes in and goes, okay, the church isn't weird. It isn't, you know, like old old men, we incense and all the rest of it, whatever their conceptions of church might be. And they see the church leaders getting in the ring and, you know, getting started on by a by a heel and, you know, the odd the odd bishop might slap someone or something like that. And it just <laughs> it's just absolute chaos and, and it's just wonderful. So that's kind of how it all came about. And then at Fountains, we started doing it regularly, like once a month, and we thought well, we had a few people who'd been on a bit of a faith journey. We'd set up a training school. So you've got Sean Ornley, who's who's our head coach there, and he does a fantastic, phenomenal job um, training these guys. And um, a few of them had said, you know, we want to get baptized. We want to, you know, kind of go on that faith journey. So we thought, well, let's just stick the baptisms in one, in one. Why, why not? And then we thought, well, let's put some worship in. So we got like a heavy metal rock band in, and we just started doing Shine Jesus, Shine to Nirvana. And, like, and I was just like, <laughs> this is all, it's all my brainchild, essentially. I was Amazing. like, if it's going to be worship, it needs to be rock. You know, we want to be singing songs about power and praise. We don't want to be singing Jesus is my boyfriend. Like we don't want any of that. It needs to fit the culture. And um, and so that that's kind of where it's all come from. And and the plan now is, is that, you know, we, um, we're on the verge of, of kind of dealing with a charity commission to become a charity. Um, I'm probably going to rebrand later in the year or early next year. And we've got churches everywhere now who want to do this. So I've got a church in Castleford. Like we want to do wrestling church in Castleford every month. We want to set up a training school. We want to do this. We want to make this happen. I've got a church in London wants to do the same. So um, that's the plan next year is to kind of take this national and, and set up our own little bits and bring our own trainees through and use local wrestlers. Um, and not everyone involved is Christian. You know, we, we have a lot of wrestlers on our roster who, who aren't Christian, but they respect what we do and they, and they, and they respect me and my, my relationship with them. Um, and some of them become Christian, um, which, which has been phenomenal to see. That wasn't 
intentional, but it just happened. Um, but yeah, so we're kind of very much like, yeah, let's just let's just bring the community together and just share some great inspirational messages and some great encouragement and things to think about. And if people go on that faith journey, fantastic. But that's not a caveat to you being involved in any way, shape, or form. Um, so yeah, that's that's the deal. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Sounds as if this is this is blowing up now because everyone's gone. There is some magic here. Was there any mm. concern or preconception beforehand? Because you know, you and I, children of the Attitude Era. We know that a lot of the stuff that sometimes takes place in wrestling may not necessarily be sort of Christian friendly. Yeah. So was there preconceptions and was there concerns from sort of higher up people within your greater congregation about what you were setting out to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, there always is. And I think that's just something that even when I'm talking to churches, when we when we talk, as we do these events all over, um, I say to them ahead of time, there will be people in your church who think that this is absolutely absurd and they will they'll send you emails and they'll get grumpy and they will tell you wrestling in a church is not is not for us and we shouldn't be doing it. My counter argument to that is that wrestling is storytelling. We know this. That's exactly what it is. It's it's perceived violence and we can tame it. And the great thing about wrestling is you can script it completely. So if there's anything that you think is crossing the line or is a little too too touchy, you just cut it out. You just don't do it. And so we've had to adapt and change a few things. Some of the characters aren't allowed to be as brash as they would like to be. Um, and there are some characters that have actually thrived in this environment. Um, and there are some people like my good mate, Jack Johnson, he was a heel for us for the majority of the time and everything we did was really kind of risky and we started getting a few more complaints. So we turned it back slightly, but then Jack actually went on a faith journey himself. And then we were like, Oh, well we can't keep you as a heel now. (laughs) So, so we then kind of had him like hit rock bottom and then he lost the batch to a 60 year old female vicar. And then (laughs) it was like, that's it. I'm done. And then, uh, so then his character then shifted and changed and, and became, became a good guy. And so we, we're kind of always kind of evolving that. But it, there's always concerns. You know, people can't take wrestling as, as actually what it is and they see it as what they used to see on the TV. They, they might have watched some deathmatch wrestling and just think, oh, well, it's going to be like that. So we, we do have a lot of 
like I send a few explainer videos along to churches when we book with them and um, I give them an idea of what it might be and let them be involved in the process of booking the show and, and how particularly the touring ones, it's like a one and done kind of thing. It's like non-canon house show style thing. Um, and we just let them be involved in the process and we always talk it through. But yeah, there's always going to be concerns. Uh, you are not alone running this project. You've got the vicar of the Fountains Church, Linda Maslin, with you, and the head of yeah. tech and head of production, Adam Butler. How 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 incredible have they been for you? How useful and helpful have they been for you in fostering your dream to bring wrestling and faith together? Well, Adam um, is is a great creative mind. Um, he has lots of ideas. He gets very excited about it. He loves the lighting, the atmosphere, like kind of making it look amazing, which is just like half the fight, really, essentially. Um, if we don't have that great production, what comes across can can just be like anything you see in a working men's club. And I, I've worked those shows, so I know what that's like. Um, so um, for Adam, yeah, he gets really involved in it. He loves the video creation, the lighting, making all that sync up well. Um, and, and he just very last minute will just get stuff done. You know, he's, he's made videos on the day of a show because something's changed and happened. Very adaptable, very flexible. So he's, he's amazing. Uh, Linda is, is phenomenal because without her fountains wouldn't have happened. Um, you know, she's the head of that church. She had to sign off on it. And she's the one fielding these emails of people who are like, I'm unsure about this. I'm not comfortable with this, but she's been on board from day one and has been completely sold on it. And, and that's because she understands what we're trying to achieve. She understands that the group of people that we're reaching are often the working class, some of the most deprived. We try and keep it as cheap as possible. We try and keep it as accessible as possible. When we're doing the preaching, we're not kind of like trying to put it over people's heads and use big words and the Greek derivative of things and all the rest of it. Like we're keeping it real basic language. Like we're, we're just like normal people talking about our own personal faith and we're not getting too into the, into the weeds with it. So she understands. And that's, that's been her, her thing. She used to run a church in, uh, in Halifax, which would kind of give him meals to the homeless. And so she understands that when people come to us, they're coming to us with a multitude of needs and issues and so it's not just the wrestling shows, it's all the pastoral stuff that happens outside of that and and kind of, you know, safeguarding reports and being with people and helping them get over things and find work. And so Linda is Linda is key and pivotal in that. And and she, you know, she understands my wrestling mind, but she also brings her faith mind to it and her, her season as a as a vicar going through ordination with the Church of England. That takes seven years. That's a lot of training. So she gets where she's coming from. And, you know, I'm 12 years in the business. She knows where I'm coming from. And we just marry that perfectly. And, you know, she's got in the ring and had a fight herself and she loves it. She thinks it's amazing. <laughs> Go on, Linda. She's the rest Go on, Linda. She's a wrestling vicar. And she always gets asked at conferences and meetings and the diocese are like, oh, you're the one with wrestling church. You're the wrestling vicar. Um, but no, she's, she's phenomenal, is Linda. Now, tonight you're in Derby. You're on the road tonight in the East Midlands. But on Monday, this is really intriguing because you've got Sky TV visiting you because you've got yeah. Nish, Nish Kumar and Josh Widdicombe getting involved with the show. So are you able to talk to us a bit about what's happening on Monday night? I can, I can give you some little nuggets. Um, yeah, so essentially... The production crew got in touch after seeing the BBC documentary, which if you want to check it on iPlayer, it's only on there for a few more days and then it'll probably be on our website after. Um, but they saw that and they were like, oh, we need to get involved with this. And Josh Widdicombe particularly was was like, can I get in the ring? And will my agent allow me to get in the ring? So <laughs> essentially, they, and, and Nish has done this before, apparently he did something at Edinburgh Fringe. So they're coming and um, we're doing Adam and Eve 
So one of them will be playing Adam, one of them will be playing Eve, and they're going to be involved in a match with an undisclosed wrestler who's going to play the role of the snake. And um, we're just going to have some fun. I'm not going to give you any more than that, essentially. They're showing up on the day. We're going to put them through some training. Um, we're going to have some fun backstage, teach them how to cut some promos um, and just play around with all that stuff. And then all that will get edited together and it will go on hold the front page season two when that releases on Sky next year, probably around Easter. But keep an eye on our socials when we know the date. We'll obviously post all that out. But uh, no, yeah, we, it's going to be fun. I, I'm a big Josh Widdicom fan. I watched The Last Leg. My wife listens to his Parent in Hell podcast. Um, so, I, you know, I'm excited just to, just to meet him personally first of all um but then yeah i might get to tombstone pile drive and that'd be a laugh um but, <laughs> i love him uh, but i want to hit him dude there was just something about it i was like it's great i'm getting to meet him but he's so weedy and small i just want to like power him <laughs> through a table <laughs> and that could happen on monday night so uh it's good it but, but it's also but it's a, as well as you know uh josh widdicombe and and anish kumar being there it's a show as well so people it's a show that you guys are running on the monday night am i right yeah so we're gonna have some worship um we've got four baptisms happening so it's kind of like a wrestling church so they're covering that which i think is phenomenal that they're not just coming to any normal show because we do wrestling church one month and then a normal show the next and we kind of keep the stars but anyway so they're like yeah we'll come to church and we want to cover that because they they appreciate the the uniqueness of it so we're going to have a gauntlet match which is a bunch of our trainees getting in the ring with sean only one after the other to see how that goes down we've also got um yeah, the, the Adam and Eve match. And then we've got our women's title being defended, uh, Leonie Rose versus Kiara as well. So we've got some great matches lined up. We've obviously got the uniqueness of wrestling church and it's free entry and we're going to have food on. So if you can get along, doors at half seven, Fountains Church Bradford on Monday night, we'd love for you to be there. And you never know, you might see your face on Sky TV later in the year. But yeah, it's going to be a laugh. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if people want to find out more about GT Ministries and what you're up to, guys, where can they do that? So we're on all the social media channels. Um, just find us at GT Ministries UK um, or our website, www.gtministries.co.uk. Well, have a great day in Derby today and all the best with Monday. And thank you for bringing something completely unusual and something something very wonderful to the world of wrestling, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.